can we give our choir and our worship team a hand? You guys are amazing. You blessed us so much. Praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome, everybody. It's so good to see you today. If this is your first time here, new in the Mission Church, my name is Greg Johnson. I serve here as lead pastor, and uh, we're so excited that you're here today. Go ahead and greet somebody before you're seated. Turn around, shake a hand or two, give somebody a hug. Tell somebody, God bless you. Great to see you today. Praise the Lord. You guys did an awesome job, man. Awesome. Every Sunday. <laughs> Excellent. Praise the Lord. All right. We want to welcome those of you who are joining us at Mission Church Online. It is so good to have you with us as well. Thank you for joining us to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, the Bible says that without vision, where there is no vision, my people perish. That's what the Word of God says. When there's no vision, the people, the work of God, what God is doing, perishes. Why is that? Because as we sung earlier, the Lord God is always building His church. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So God is always calling us forward. He doesn't want us to be stagnant and just to kind of remain where we are, but He's taking us to new places. And that's what today is all about, Vision Sunday. This is not just a Sunday, it's kind of a season that we have been in here in the Mission Church where we celebrate the vision that God has given to us. Now, if you've been here for the past couple of weeks or you've been uh, joining us online, you might be saying, well, why, why is there so much talk about what you guys are doing and what you believe God has called you to build? Because when God gives you a sense of what he wants to do through us, which he has given us that sense, and, and what he wants to, to build through us, we can't stay quiet about it. We get excited about it, we celebrate it, and we want to give everyone an opportunity who's a part of the Mission Church to partner with us in that vision. So a little background here. Since 2005, how many remember 2005? Anybody here? Okay, since 2005, our leadership team has been um, following this vision that we believe God has put out in front of us, which we have seen him confirm to us over and over again. And uh, the first phase of this vision was completed in 2014, where we did um, an incredible amount of work on our, our site here. Um, all across our parking lot and in our grounds, where we added the, the academy wing and all the classrooms that, that are down that hallway. We uh, expanded our footprint here where we added the lobby and the cafe and the fellowship area. And uh, we also added some office space and did some renovations here in the sanctuary. So that was completed in 2014. The second phase of our vision is what we are talking about today. And this is a vision that is not so much for us here and now. It's a vision for a generation to come. A people yet to be created who will praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 78 says in verses 1 through 4, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, 
which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. How many are grateful for fathers who tell us of the good things of God? Amen? Who pass those on, pass that on to us from their generation to our generation. We will not hide them from our, from their children, telling the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. Verse 5, for he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, the children who would be born, that they may arise and declare them to their children, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. This is the heart of our vision. It's not a, a vision that is just for us four and no more. Our eyes are not just focused on ourselves in the here, in the here and now. Amen? It is a vision for tomorrow, as the Word of God says. It is a vision for the next generation, and you know what? Even beyond that, to the generation that follows them. And this is a principle that, that is, is borne out all throughout the Word of God in every generation. We see it, we see it from Moses to Joshua. We see it from David to Solomon. We see it from Ezra to Nehemiah. We see it now from us to our children. That every, here's the principle, that every generation has an obligation to the generation that follows it. Can I say that again? Every generation has an obligation to the generation that follows it. We are called not to just build something for ourselves so that we can be comfortable and enjoy today in the here and now, but we are called to prepare a place for a people that will come after us. In fact, this is why we are so blessed here today. Do you realize that everything we have today is because of a vision someone had yesterday? The Mission Church, its ministries, our impact in the community, even all around the world. This beautiful building, all of the classrooms for our children, this beautiful sanctuary that we can worship God in, the lobby, the cafe, the grounds. It's all because there were a people who saw a future that didn't yet exist, and because they saw that, because they had that vision, they prayed, and they gave, and they sacrificed, and they served, and they were faithful to, to the vision that God gave them so that the people that would come after them would not perish. So what did they do? They established a stronghold of spirit-empowered gospel ministry for a generation to come that a people yet to be created would be able to praise the Lord. And guess what, church? We are that people. We are living in the vision provided by a people who were faithful with the time and the resources that God gave to them. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? 
We're living in someone's vision right now. And had they not had that vision, I don't know where we would be, but we wouldn't all be here together today in a place called the Mission Church. And now, it's our turn. Everybody say, it's our turn. It is. It's our turn. The torch has been passed to us. The baton is now in our hands. And God continues to push his church forward. He is still building his church. And he is looking for people who will say, yes, I believe that the church doesn't end with me, but that I have a responsibility today to make provision for the church that is coming after us. God has given us a bold vision to position that generation that is to come to reach more souls. Do you hear what I'm saying? He has given us a vision to position that coming generation to reach more souls, to restore more families, to heal more marriages, to transform more lives for the glory of God. That's our responsibility, right? That's what every parent wants to do. We want to raise up our our children and empower them and give them the education and the strength and the resources that they need, right, to live fruitful, productive, healthy lives, right? That's what we want to do. We want to position them for success and productivity. That's part of our calling, not just to bless ourselves here and now, but to position the next generation for productivity for success in ministry, and to glorify the Lord. Amen. So what is the vision? Let me get right to it. So this is a rendering of our our master plan that we developed. Um, And uh, it started in 2005, as I mentioned, in 2014. Um, We did the the academy in the classrooms. We did the bump out front there with the lobby and, and the cafe. The next part of our vision, phase two is a new worship center, so you can see it over here to your right, the area that's kind of in a, in a pinkish-red color there. That's the, the building there, the new footprint for the new sanctuary. Um, it will have a, a, a lobby, it'll have a cafe, it will have an enlarged nursery, we'll, we'll repurpose some space in, in the academy for a nursery, but it's still in development. We're still working out the details of this vision, but this is what we're, we're, we're seeing right now and what we're, we're working towards. This is a larger um, uh, uh, layout of the, of the foot plan that we're, we're envisioning here that you can see. So it's, a, it's an 800-seat sanctuary. Amen. Now, what this also does, when we build this, Notice I didn't say if we, I said when, right? Amen? Amen? When we build this, what that will do is it will enable us to repurpose this space right now. We'll be able to take this space, this sanctuary, and repurpose it for our children's ministries on Sunday morning, our children's ministries on Wednesday night, and for our youth ministries on Friday night. This room right here, and I have to tell you that, that that gets me even more excited than building a new sanctuary. In fact, I want to see a new sanctuary erected just so we can have space for our young people. Because our, how many know that that generation, they need a place 
They need a place where they can come and experience the presence of God. They can minister in a relevant way. They can use the space to reach these, the kids and the youth in our, in our area. So I'm so excited about that. Now, let me just, let me just provide a little, more, a little more detail here. Go to the next slide. So <clears throat> the, uh, the next slide. So this is just a layout of our area. The red dot is right around where the Mission Church is. So our area is ready for the harvest. In a 20-mile radius around the Mission Church, there are over 1 million people, most of whom are lost. Souls that don't, haven't heard the gospel, don't have Christ, don't have a church, right? Estimates put that at about 500,000 households. Men, women, children, souls, teenagers. Amen. Now, if you take that and you compare that to where we are right now, the Mission Church is comprised of about 500 people. So in a 20-mile radius, we've got 500,000 households, and in our church, we've got about 500 people. What does that mean? That means that we are currently just barely scratching the surface. Just barely, right? Now, we're making an impact. We're seeing people come to the Lord. We're seeing, we're seeing families being ministered to, children, young people being reached. We're seeing God do some things, but there's so much more to do. So many more people, souls to reach, right? And this is what we see. We see a new sanctuary where all of us can gather together as one family for one service. Wouldn't that be awesome? Come on, can you see it? I can see it. One service where we're all gathered together. Didn't you enjoy that choir? We have a choir like that every Sunday morning. Wouldn't that be awesome? Come on, Mission Church. You hear what I'm saying? Amen? Gathering together, worshiping the Lord, celebrating His presence, right? I see more space for our children and for our youth Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Friday night. Hallelujah. Come on, can anybody see it? I can see it. I can, I can see what the Lord wants to do. It, it, we have to do it because we are barely scratching the surface as far as reaching this, this community. Now, before we do this, we do have a mortgage that must be paid down, right? Now, thankfully, by God's grace and your generosity, not only are we paying this debt off, but we have been making accelerated payments toward the principal. Now, previously, up to this point, we were on track because of these accelerated payments. We were on track to pay off the mortgage 12 years early and save over $1.4 million in interest. Now, you've been hearing those numbers. I've been telling about those numbers. But last month, because of God's faithfulness, your generosity we were able to send an advanced payment of $100,000 toward the principal and increase the advanced monthly payments that we're making toward the principal. So with that now, we are on track to pay off the mortgage 14 and a half years early and save over $1.8 million in interest. Amen. But as I said, the thing that really excites me about this is what it allows us to do for our youth and our, 
our children. And to better appreciate this, I wanted you to hear from some of our leaders. So uh, I asked Pastor Linda to put together a video and to share with you, not only to update what's happening in children's ministries, but also to share what she sees and what she believes God is, uh, is doing and going to do here in the Mission Church. So let's go ahead and play that video. When I was young, my vision was poor. I had two separate eye surgeries. Back then in the Stone Age, eye surgeries were inpatient, overnight ordeals. I wore an eye patch, and even with all that, I've always needed to wear eyeglasses. I've unfortunately passed vision challenges on to my children and grandchildren. But thanks to corrective methods, my eyesight has improved. And over time, my spiritual vision has also improved. In fact, I not only see where we are today in children's ministry, but I also see, by God's grace and spiritual insight, where Mission Church's ministry to children can be in the future. Today, for the 2021-2022 year, we have just over 100 girls and boys registered in our Wednesday nights, Girls Ministries and Royal Rangers Ministries. In fact, as we continue to navigate COVID, Mission Church is one of the very few New York groups meeting in person. And I'm thrilled to tell you, our attendance numbers are incredibly strong and our team is exceptional. Yet, think of where we could go with more kids' space. From Deshay Hall to the multi-purpose room to the cafe area and every room in between, we use all available space for the 10 age groups that meet Wednesday nights. We don't offer nursery for Wednesday night encounter services because of lack of space. Our Sunday morning nursery room cannot be used as a nursery on Wednesday nights. It's used for rainbows, our three to five year old age group. Outside is utilized for Royal Rangers recreation and the boys and commanders also gather outside as an outpost for opening pledges. Our girls ministry group gathers together for their opening pledges in a classroom not really big enough for all the girls and sponsors. Think of where we could go with more kids space. During both Sunday morning services, we are blessed with a dynamic children's ministry. Because of the need for more room, Elementary Children's Church has moved from the multi-purpose room to Deshay Hall. We have wonderful times of worship. We play games, we learn from the word, and we pray all in Deshay. In their classroom, preschoolers learn about how Moses and about Moses and how God can make a way where there seems to be no way. They learn about Ruth and how God always provides. And they learn about Jesus, the one who has a perfect plan for their lives and who wears the victor's crown. Our Sunday morning nursery is filled with infants through two-year-olds that, of course, occasionally cry. My prayer is that as they grow up, they will learn to cry out to the Lord and that even when they are old and wrinkly, they will still be loving Jesus. Now down the hall from the nursery in room four, we have a designated nursing mom's room. We are blessed with young families that continue to help grow our children's ministry department. Think of where we could go with more kids space. When I see how our facility is used for children in such varied and God-honoring ways, week in and week out, and I haven't even mentioned the academy, my heart is full of gratitude. Gratitude to the Lord for his blessing and favor. Gratitude to those who sacrificially believed for, prayed for, had vision for, and financially gave to get Mission Church and ministry to children where it is today. But 
Think of where we could go with more kid space. Vision. My eyeglass prescription needs to be sharpened each year so that I can see clearly. This Vision Sunday, I'm challenging you to see the vision to reach more children and families clearer and in sharper focus more than ever before. Let me tell you what I see through the lens of faith. I see a designated sanctuary for boys, girls, and youth. And that designated sanctuary is the one we adults currently use. I see boys and girls walking into the sanctuary and sitting in the very seat you sit in on Sunday morning. I see that sacred sanctuary space filled with boys and girls raising their hands in worship and surrender. I see children going forward to the altar, kneeling and praying, being filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I see them hearing God's call to become preachers, missionaries, pastors, tradesmen, women of honor, men of integrity, teachers, the whole gamut. I see boys and girls having the scriptures come alive to them in their very own sanctuary. I see boys and girls having life-changing, transformational encounters with God. A designated children's and youth sanctuary where boys and girls will one day as adults look back and say, I can see where I was in the kids' sanctuary when God spoke to me and changed my life. And I also see chairs pushed to the sides of the sanctuary and fun, wacky games galore happening as boys and girls form godly friendships they will have for a lifetime. Think of where we could go with more kid space. What our children are facing in today's world and today's culture is mind-blowing and as scary as anything we've ever faced. Our kids have an enemy of their souls that is ruthless, stopping at nothing to pursue them and keep them from knowing and following God for a lifetime. As a church family, the time is now to say, enough is enough, Satan. You cannot have the children in our community. Not today and not on my watch. It is our turn to believe for, pray for, have vision for, and financially give for more kid space. And not just think about where we could go with more kid space. I've passed on not so great physical eyesight to my children and grandchildren, but I am determined to pass on keen, clear, laser-focused spiritual vision that becomes spiritual reality to them, and not only to them, but to the children here in our community. I hope you will join my husband John and I in making the vision for more kids space more than a vision, but a reality, where we adults give up our seats and move out of the current sanctuary into a newly built sanctuary at the other end of the academy so that the kids and youth can have a holy, anointed, fun-filled, designated sanctuary that conveys to them they are worth it. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Now, you noticed in the video I said I didn't even mention the Academy. Here is my opportunity. You may be more familiar with children's ministry that happens on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, but during the week, our influence and outreach to the families in our community far exceeds what we do on Sundays and Wednesdays. Here at the Mission Church, we have an incredible, fully licensed daycare an educational center for infants through kindergarten, plus before and after school care. As of Friday, two days ago, in the midst of a pandemic, the Mission Church Academy 
has its highest enrollment ever. Mission Church Academy's current enrollment every single week is 105 children. 105 children every week come through the academy doors, every day. Children are learning their ABCs. They're learning that God is the Alpha and the Omega. Children are learning their numbers. And they're learning that the one true God is three in one. Children are learning to read and to write. And they're learning that God is the author of the Bible and that he has a plan for their life. Infants are being held and loved and diapers are being changed. And they're getting firsthand experience with how Jesus wants to care for them and change their lives. An additional building will give the academy another nursery room in the new building, freeing up a current classroom for even more children. A new sanctuary will make this space accessible and usable in an all new way for over 100 children Monday through Friday in the academy. The academy enrollment is only on the rise and our current facility is bursting at the seams during the week. The time is now, brothers and sisters, to make the vision a reality. Not for ourselves, as Pastor Greg said, but for those yet to be born in the families in our community. Michelle Massey has been our academy director since the academy's inception. She is highly educated. She has all sorts of initials after her name. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> highly educated, remarkably skilled, and a woman of prayer and anointing. And you're going to hear from her now. God bless you. Michelle Massey, and I have the privilege of serving as the director of the Mission Church Academy. Our goal is to instill excellence in education and foundations in faith as we reach the hearts of the children and their families by exemplifying God's love. The Academy opened in 2005 with only seven students, three teachers, and two programs. It quickly grew to seven programs as well as a certified daycare learning center. God's sovereignty, plan, and purpose for the Academy has been evident as this school continues to experience influence and growth. With the expansion of our previous building addition, the Academy continues to evolve and grow in relevance within the market of both faith-based and secular schools alike. With testimonials from local school districts, parents, and licensing agents, we anticipate even greater opportunities and demands to be placed upon our facilities, which will generate more robust and healthy growth. Recently, we had the opportunity to meet the needs of our families in the community during the pandemic by mobilizing an educational team to Deshay Hall for a specialized school-age program. Fortunately, we had the space to do this, but the demand is high and we still need more space as our current programs are reaching capacity limits. Without more room, our ability to reach more children and families with Christ-centered education will be limited. One area where we have seen significant growth is in our infant program. 
This program utilizes the multi-purpose room and has just about reached its capacity. Because we share this room with our church's children ministries each week, our team must rearrange the room to service the needs of the program. This creates added wear on the equipment and furniture, as well as added work for our staff and volunteers. A larger room designated for nursery would not only benefit our growing church families, it would also benefit our academy infants and families. We also use the church sanctuary by transforming it into a recreational area for physical education classes, after school programs, workshops, extended learning, and so much more. Building a new sanctuary will allow us to repurpose our current sanctuary to accommodate our church's youth and teen programs, as well as provide an additional recreational space for the academy. This would be a tremendous asset to the families and educational providers in our community. Our children will have space for active learning to run and play and exercise, and even have an area for active worship and praise. While we are so grateful for God's provision and investments made into the growth of our present building, it is imperative that we plan and prepare now for the growth yet to come. God's vision and plans will prevail as we continue to press on and commit to His plan. awesome and uh, God is doing a great thing through the academy and those those school age and preschool kids but we also have a youth group that meets in this sanctuary amen amen and so God often uses young people to do great things and so for example God used Timothy to pastor and lead the Ephesian church when he was a teenager in 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, Don't look, let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And that's what the youth group is for, teaching these young people all of these qualities. And so youth group is the next generation knocking on the door because they're coming. They're the next voters. They're the next leaders. They're the next professionals in their fields. The youth group in the church is an important area of ministry. And so we have an important ministry that meets in this sanctuary every Friday night led by Pastor Dylan. And this sanctuary, when it's repurposed for the youth group, it gives them a space that is their own. It attracts new teenagers to this church, and it shows the community that we are putting the priority of youth ministry first. Amen? Teenagers are important. Children are important. The next generation is the future church. That's our priority. That's why we're the mission church. Amen. So we're going to introduce Pastor Dylan's video. Hello, Mission Church family, and happy Vision Sunday. My name is Dylan Johnson. I have the amazing privilege of serving your teenagers in the Mission Church Youth Ministry. I've had the unique opportunity to grow up in the Mission Church my whole life, and I've seen God's faithful hand working through all the ministries here, especially in our youth ministry. Mission Church Youth Ministry has always been intentional about creating moments for students to experience the Holy Spirit in expressive worship, fellowship, and lots of games and activities. The vision for the future of the Mission Church building is to construct a new state-of-the-art sanctuary for our regular church events, such as Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. And included in this vision is that our current sanctuary will be turned into a brand new youth and children's center. God has blessed our church, especially our youth ministry. 
Our youth are coming hungry to worship, excited about what's to come, and yearning for the vision being laid out before them. By God's grace, we have seen the youth ministry grow and take on its own specific needs. With all that comes with a healthy, flourishing youth ministry, an updated space for our youth has become one of those necessities. The sanctuary has been a perfect place for our youth ministry, but as we all know, the sanctuary is a sacred, delicate, and expensive space that is vulnerable to wear, tear, and sometimes flying dodgeballs, which means the sanctuary isn't always the most youth and child-friendly space. God has blessed the Mission Church youth to grow and mature in the space we've been given. Many have given their lives to Christ in this sanctuary. Youth have thrown off bondages and addictions at these altars. And with God's grace, the teenagers of the Mission Church will continue to do so right here in this space. Building a new sanctuary, which allows the current sanctuary to be repurposed for youth and children, is exactly what we need. It's important because we're living in a day where youth are being targeted. As the church, we want to be intentional in reaching and discipling teenagers. By investing in our vision to build, we are investing in the next generation. By repurposing the sanctuary as a dedicated space for youth and children's ministry, we are establishing a gospel stronghold that will be gathering place for young people for years to come. I'm excited for this vision because God is in it. And with your presence and support, we can lay the foundation for future generations of teenagers to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and made into disciples of Christ through the power of His Word. I hope you join in us in this vision and invest in our youth. Thank you, and God bless you. All right, praise the Lord. Well, we wanted you to hear from some of our leaders so that you could get a sense of, of what we believe God is doing in our church and, uh, and is going to continue to do. There's some fruit that we're seeing right now in the lives of children and youth and families. But that doesn't stop with us. It needs to continue on long after us. We need to leave a legacy to pass on a heritage. And so we have a responsibility, really a privilege, an opportunity to, uh, to position not just our generation, but the next generation as a gospel stronghold in this area. So I'm going to ask if we could all stand together and... Um, this should come as no surprise. If you're a part of our church, you know that we do this every year on Vision Sunday. Um, we have sent out these, uh, these pledge cards, made them available in the lobby as you came in. And uh, we're asking everyone who is a part of our church to, uh, to join themselves to this vision, to take the gospel, not just for ourselves, but for our future generations. So we're asking everyone to fill out a pledge card and also to bring a, uh, a vision offering. So I'm not asking you to do anything that my wife and I are not already doing. We do this every year. We're going to continue to do this. We have our, our pledge card. We have our offering. And as the choir sings, we're going to ask you to, uh, to bring your pledge, your offering forward to the offering chest here. It will be opened up. We're going to ask you to make your way to the front aisle, walk down the front aisle, drop the pledge and offering in there, and then you'll exit to your, back to your seats by going to the sides and down the side aisle. So I'm going to be a little organized about this so we're not bumping into each other, all right? This is a privilege for us to say, yes, Lord. I believe that you have called me to your church, not just so I can be blessed in the here and now, 
but that so, Lord, I can take my part in advancing the gospel and in building the church into the next generation. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the mission church. God, you have called us here. Lord, not just for the here and now, but to prepare a gospel, spirit-empowered stronghold for a generation to come. Lord, I pray, God, that as we bring our pledges and our offerings forward, that, Lord, it will be a sign of faith that we believe, Lord God, you are building your church. So we say, build your church, Lord. Amen, church? Come on, just lift up a hand and say, Lord, build your church. Lord, build your church in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we're going to ask you to go ahead and you can just start to make your way to the front and drop your pledge and your offering in the, ba the box here. To pawn this road.